Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us withstand the dogged determination of hope. This is the 36th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. (sighs) Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax. Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. Our good Lord showed that a deed shall be done, and he himself shall do it. And though I do nothing but sin, my sin shall not prevent the working of his goodness. And I saw that to contemplate this is a sublime joy to a reverent soul, who naturally, by grace, longs always for God's purpose to be fulfilled. This deed shall begin here, and it will be to the glory of God and of immense profit to those on earth who love him. And whenever we come to heaven, we shall see it with extraordinary joy. And this is how it will continue to operate until the last day. And the glory and the bliss of that deed will continue in heaven before God and all his holy ones forever and ever. For this is how the deed was seen and understood according to our Lord's intention. And he revealed this to make us rejoice in him and in all that he does. When I saw that his showing continued, I understood that it was shown for the sake of a great thing which was to come, a thing which God showed that he would do himself, a deed which had the properties already described, and this was very blessedly shown, with the intention that I should take it truly, faithfully, and confidently. But what this deed would be, that remained a mystery to me. And in this, I saw that God does not want us to be afraid of knowing the things that he shows us. He shows them because he wants us to know them. And through this knowledge, he wants us to love him and be happy and rejoice in him forever. And because of his great love for us, he shows us everything which it is valuable and useful for us to know in this world and the things which he wants to remain a mystery for the time being, he nevertheless, because of his great kindness, shows us in a veiled way. And from this showing, he wants us to believe and understand that we shall really see them in his everlasting bliss. So we ought to rejoice in him for all that he shows us and all that he hides, And if we do this willingly and humbly, we shall find great pleasure in it, and he will look kindly on us forever because of it. And this is how that promise is to be understood. What will be done for me, that is, for mankind in general, that is to say, for all who shall be saved, will be full of glory and wonder and generosity, and God himself will do it. And this will be the greatest of all possible joys, to see the deed that God himself will do, even when man does nothing else but sin. Then what our Lord God means is this. It is as if he said, 
Behold and see, here you have cause for patience. Here you have cause for love. Here you have cause to humble yourself. Here you have cause to rejoice in me and rejoice in me for my love. For of all things, that is how you can give me most pleasure. And for as long as we live this earthly life, whenever in our folly we turn to consider the reprobate, our God touches us tenderly and blessedly calls us, saying in our soul, Consider me alone, my precious child. Make me your object. I am enough for you. Rejoice in your Savior and your salvation. And I am certain that this is how God works within us. The soul which is made aware of this through grace will see it and feel it. And even though this deed of our Lord's truly relates to mankind in general, it still does not exclude the individual. As for what our Lord God will do for his poor creatures, it is now unknown to me. But this deed and the one mentioned before are not the same, but two separate ones. But this deed shall be done sooner, done as we come to heaven, and to those whom God grants it may be partly known here on earth. But the great deed mentioned before shall be known neither in heaven nor on earth until it is done. And moreover, God gave special understanding and instruction about the operation of miracles as follows. It is known that I have performed miracles before now, many and various, high and marvelous, glorious and great, and as I have done, so I now do continually and shall do in time to come. It is known that sorrow and anguish and tribulation come before miracles, and that is so that we may recognize our own feebleness and the wickedness into which we have fallen through sin, making us humble, making us fear God, crying out for help and grace. Miracles come after that. They come from the great power, wisdom, and goodness of God, showing his excellence and the joys of heaven as far as is possible in this transitory life, so as to strengthen our faith and increase our hope through love. Because of this, he chooses to be known and honored through miracles. This is then what he intends. He does not want us to be brought too low by the storms and sorrows that befall us. For it has always been so before the coming of a miracle. Take heart, dear one, say Julian and Jesus to us today. If you are in trial and suffering, know that a miracle is coming. Your miracle is coming. We see from Julian's testimony that we don't always get what we want, but we do get what is best for us because our Heavenly Father knows what that is better than we could ourselves. It's so hard to trust in the midst of trials and so hard to focus on God in the middle of suffering. And so here's a question to help us think through how to fight against the darkness and depression that might pick and pull at the corners of our minds. How have you found in your life that you tend to get distracted? 
And having identified that, what could help you to keep your attention or bring it back to God in those moments? It could be something visual in your home, a piece of art, or it could be a piece of jewelry you wear. It could be a daily rhythm or habit that draws you back to your center. Consider what it might be for you and commit to incorporating it into your life and see how it might help ease the pain that prowls. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.